Come on. Let's get nuts. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy Monday, everybody. It's beautiful outside. Now, yesterday was a lot of pain. Very, very, very painful for Tiger fans. And I know a lot of y'all want to get some stuff off your chest. 901-360-8255. 901-360-8255. Give us a call. We'll bring you on and talk a little bit of Tiger basketball. Uh, help you get it out, man. It can be very therapeutic. A lot of people aren't saying the best things about the Tigers. I know I got one thing here. Uh, somebody said in it says basically, you know, um, everybody loves everybody loves Penny. He's the goat. You can't help but not love Penny. People are rooting for Penny. People want him to succeed. But my man Jonathan says criticism comes with the job and the paycheck. We all love Penny and want him to succeed at Memphis. To use basically to not call a spade a spade. And I don't, and I think a lot of people in this city don't do that. They won't call Penny out for his job just because you like him and not actually say that, look, he has let this season slip away. It's not, it's not controversial to be honest. I understand what you're saying. Like, hey, coming out, it might hurt. Like, cause Penny is like, it hurts when your heroes become, you know, it just doesn't live up in this year, unfortunately. Like Penny even said it yesterday. That was so embarrassing. I can't imagine how embarrassed he felt. I mean, the team should feel real embarrassed. But, you know, other than David Jones, I didn't see a whole lot of, you know, guys out there who were really sweating it. Who were like, damn, man, that was embarrassing. Like, I care about what's going on with this team. Lot, not a lot of dudes out there seem to be actually caring about their basketball program. If you want to, you know, if you want to hit up and talk a little bit of Tiger basketball, hit me up 901-360-8255. That's 901-360-8255. We'll let you uh, discuss. And again, if you look at the schedule, it is absolutely terrible. I mean, it's not something that I was fearful early in the year. It wasn't something I was like, man, I don't know, man. This is, we can't. I don't know if they can handle this. But now, when you look at, you know, like Charlotte. Coming here Wednesday? Oh, John, I'm going to that game. I'm so excited. I cannot But wait. you're going probably, and you're a Tiger graduate rooting for Charlotte. Oh, I won't be rooting for Charlotte, but I am going because I want to see Charlotte. So, But I will not be rooting for them. By the way, Dave, so if you watch this conference right now, if you look at the American, who is the best team? Is it South Florida? South Florida's playing really well. Holy um, hell, they they just – they play – you know what? They play great team basketball. They do. They do. You're absolutely right. They got an unbelievable coach that probably won't be Bro, there. Bro, he won't be there very long. Yeah. But man, how can you not like that guy? Did you oh, see yeah, him going him. in there, walking to everybody, all the students before the game, high five, and I'm going that, down man. the line? Man, he's just he's just a guy you can you can't help but like him. Right? Yeah. He's got. I mean, he turned South Florida around in one year. Right. Turned uh, Kennesaw State around. From they went a to, NCAA team, to the NCAA tournament. NCAA tournament team in four years. It's incredible. He's a great coach. What is his name again? Amir Abdurrahim. Amir, Amir Abdurrahim. Man, my man can coach. Sure can. And um, you can tell this kids love him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's awesome. I love he him. He is awesome. And, and, and Charlotte, though, uh, they're coming to town. They're right there. They're up there with South Florida. The American is looking um, pretty scary. South Florida plays uh, Texas San Antonio on Wednesday. The Tigers got Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and where else in the American? There's a few other games that game. Uh, Wednesday, a big American slate. So um, Tigers, 7 o'clock. FedEx Forum, Charlotte. They're 11-2 and two in the American. Tigers, 7-6. and six. 
I mean, you could say it's a must-win game, but is it really? Like, yeah. does anything matter anymore? Because there's no chance in hell they get an at-large bid. The only thing that matters going forward is if the Tigers can go in all the way, get the automatic bid, and win the conference tournament. I mean, that is their only hope. And that's why these games matter, John, because you got to try to put something together and try to get this team uh, clicking before that conference tournament. What do like you say said, to your team? Like, what what can be said to these kids? I mean, they already – everything is basically – like, I feel like it's over. Yeah, no, it, it probably is. I um, mean, after that, listen, it was bad after that four-game losing stretch where you lost to South Florida, Tulane, UAB, and um, Rice. Mm-hmm. When you lost those four games, it felt bad. The last two were worse than that four-game stretch. Because you got blown out. Not just because you got blown out, because you knew how much how much the game meant. That's true. Yeah. And the effort that you saw in the North Texas game still makes me want to vomit. But what I saw versus SMU yesterday was by far it would like you knew the game was over five minutes into it like yeah. you knew it was over yeah like I even said I can't but I don't I mean I'm gonna watch it and, and it's just kind of you just sit there and you're like damn these guys don't even care why should I care yeah and why should I be so upset if these guys don't mm. I didn't even bet money hmm I like the Tigers. I want I want them to be successful. And again, I had the it, it's just crazy how far things have gone. Again, all the way up to a top 10 team. And by the way, let's be real. Penny's been here what? This is his 5th year. They got one NCAA tournament win. That's it. One. And they ain't going this year, bro. So you ain't going to get the second one. And then, and you know, like David Six Jones. Sixth season for Penny. Sixth season, that's yeah. right. In, it, so, yeah, this year. is – yeah, that's right, that's right. So in in already five seasons, one tournament win, you are not going to get that second win in season six. So it will be six years, one NCAA win. That is – that's painful, man. That's painful. Now, last year was how painful was that loss? Oh, damn, that was painful. That was really painful, especially how far they went in the tournament. Little Dusty May, my goodness, and then David Jones. Yeah, he might be a turnover machine. He does give effort. He said yesterday he's not just the, you know he's not a guy. He wants people to you know follow him, but you know by his actions he's not one of those. He's not a he's not a talker. But he's like, damn, he came to Memphis for one reason, and that was to get to the NCAA tournament. He's never been to the NCAA tournament in his life, and that's all he wanted. And damn it, man, you come out there and the team gives that kind of effort, it just breaks your heart. They give up 106 points to SMU. A, a team, John, that last time they played SMU, they gave up 59 points. Golly, man, that was so long ago. SMU scored 58 in the first half. Gosh, hold on. They scored 59 points the uh-huh. first time, That's and correct. the Tigers won this game. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember that. It's yeah. like it right was, off it was the top of my head. 62 to 59. I remember that was uh, the second. The It was that back-to-back game where Quinterly Oh, is it when JQ hit the, the three? Yeah. The worst thing to happen to, uh, to Javon Quinterly was make not one, but two last-second shots to win games. Um, but, yeah, that was the second time he hit a last-second shot to win it. That, remember, that was the game. Memphis was training like the entire game. They come back. They tie it. Uh, he drains that three from the exact same spot he did against Tulsa. Against Tulsa, yeah. Um, yeah, so that final God, that score was, was 62 to 59. Mm-hmm. And the score yesterday was 106 to 79, and they scored 58 points in the first half. Golly, I remember coming in here after those two uh, 
buzzer beaters talking some really good smack about JQ in mm-hmm. a positive way, mm-hmm. like how, how how I love him. Yeah. Do you oh, remember do at that. one point when he was uh, considered one of the best guards in the country? Mm-hmm, I do. That has definitely. I, I also I also remember gone. when his former coach uh, made comments, not directly saying his name, but basically saying that saying we it. had players last year that cared too much about themselves instead of the team. And I remember everybody here killing him for that. And mm-hmm. then now I'm hearing the same thing. Now we're hearing like from Penny. Like, hey, Penny's known this. Yeah, we should have known this, man. Nate Nate yeah. Nate said it. Should have exactly. known. Should have known. But oh. He was a hater. Oh, man. It, it's just some painful stuff. A lot of people, uh, by the way, you know, yesterday I, I was a little agitated yesterday after that game, you could say. I mean, like, not a little bit. I was I was just disgusted. I started off, you know, sub, sub one minute in the game. I'm like, WTF, yo. Like, what is going on? Oh, no, you're, you're, uh, your Twitter fingers were going yesterday. And I never tweet. I know. Never. I like, I just, I kind of like and retweet uh-huh. or like, 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 I look at, I read other people's stuff. But man, yesterday I just was ticked. And it plus, if you give me, like, I, I was, I hadn't had a drink in a week because I'm trying to, I was trying to do dry February. Yeah. What, what'd you call it? California, California sober? sober February. Yeah. yeah. No liquor, just a little lettuce. Yeah. So I've been California sober and fell off the wagon. Thanks, Tigers. Ugh. Like, if that, de- if that game Ugh. didn't drive you to drink. It's tough. Then you know what? You're a good person. You're not even going to have to worry about it. How about it. this, John? Couple that with the Tigers baseball team was playing on ESPN+. Plus. Game started at 1 o'clock. They were up 9-2 going into the ninth inning, I think. Uh, Jacksonville State comes back and wins it in extra innings. <laughs> what a bad day to be a Tiger. It was a rough day for a Tigers. It was definitely uh, very, very rough. But again, at least... Um, like the positive, let me think. Um, they got another game on Wednesday in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm excited, to the Charlotte team. I really am. I'm I just am, upset they don't have Ali Khalifa anymore. I am. I'm good on that one. Um, I do want to switch gears real quick, uh, okay. and I wanted to ask you a little something. So you said you paid a little bit of attention to the All Star game. A little, a little attention. Um, I saw again like the highlights because that's pretty much all I watched. But I did catch a lot of the Draymond Green Chuck stuff. Because, like, I, I wouldn't even watch the game. You're just kind of laughing at them. Right. You know, and that's the only thing I was really checking out. But, damn, man, like, they were funny. But here's what I wanted to ask you. Because Draymond Green, now, let me just make this right to understand. The NBA is going to come out. They will come out and say that Draymond Green is unprofessional. They said he, he needs to display, like, he, he's got to be contrite, that he's crazy. His behavior's off the, you know— is completely off. He's choking people's out. He's he's lost his mind. But then they make him a marquee for the NBA All Star Weekend. Hmm. Like it's kind of, I mean, he's great with his podcast. I thought he was great. He's one of the best things. But like, man, they will. The NBA can go from throwing you under the bus one day to basically again making you a marquee part of their big weekend. I just found that like because I did not expect to see Draymond doing that with this being the year that. You know, he's punching Yusuf Nurkic and choking out Rudy Gobert and Mm -hmm. taking time to reflect and then going on the podcast and going off about a bunch of, you know, this and that. Like, it it felt like he was a little bit of a year mired in controversy. And then there he was, up front and center, NBA All-Star Weekend. John, I'll be honest, I didn't know that was going on last night. Uh, I learned about it, I guess, after the game when I saw some videos go on social media. I didn't watch the videos, so I, the, I'm, the first time I'm learning about anything they said is, is you today. You're, you're, you're Dude, I somebody. thought it was hilarious. One point, um, they're sitting there just talking. They're not paying any attention to the game, and Chuck goes, hey, man, 
Good luck in the play-in game. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. And Draymond Green goes, here, Chuck, take my ring. So <laughs> you, you'll never, ever have one. That's funny. I, I, I think the All-Star game is just a, a, a nice thing to have one in the background. Um, like while you're doing something, um, and you, you can just kind of hear it in the background, look over and, and kind of watch what's going on. Uh, it's certainly not something I'm putting my focus on. Um, and that was kind of all weekend long. I'll be honest. Um, they did a skill, the skills challenge this weekend. I don't know if they did this last Did the girl year. beat um, Steph? Do you know the girl's name? No. She did not. Damn. But she put up 26, which was Sabrina? Sabrina Ionescu. Um, Dude, did you see how that just kind of came and hit me? Because you've corrected me, I think, three or four times now. because you just called her that girl. Um, Well, she ain't Caitlin Clark. I uh, know Caitlin Clark. Well, yeah, everyone is Caitlin Clark. Sabrina's Sabrina's bad. She's good. Um, But uh, they did a skills challenge. I don't know if they've done this like this in the past, but... I thought it was the worst thing of the All Star Weekend. Even what, what, even what do you go mean? up against I, I, the game. I missed this. What, what are you talking so, about? So they did it all. So like you've seen skills challenges in the past where it's just like one guy going up against another guy going up against another guy, and they like go through this obstacle course, whatever. whatever. So this year they did it where they had three different teams. One team was NBA All Stars, and it was Trey Young. Scotty Barnes and one other person. I can't remember who the third person was. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, maybe. The second team was number one overall picks. So it was um, Victor, uh, Apollo, and Ant Edwards. Those were the three. And then there was a third team that was just Indiana Pacer players because they were in, Indi- in Indianapolis. So it was Halliburton... I forgot who the other two players were. I just know how everyone was in it. And it was the worst thing I saw all weekend because they did the first one was going through like the obstacle course and you had to go through this obstacle course and, and make the shot and all three had to go through it and they added up the time and whoever did had the least time, they won. Then the second one, so that was the first one, the second one was like a passing drill where like you had to stand here and you passed it and you got points for making the pass and one was like a straight pass, the other was a bounce pass. It was very, it was, it was awful. And then... There was a third one, maybe a shooting challenge. Yes, it was a shooting challenge where somehow they had this court. I don't know if you saw the court, but the court could change colors and could do things. It was like a, an interactive court. And so the court had like little circles all over it and like for different points. So you could shoot from here and it was like five points. You could shoot from here. It was four points, three points, two points, one points. And so there was one basketball. All three guys had to shoot. And so basically someone shot it. Someone else got a rebound, passed it to another guy. And, you know, you tried to get as many points as you could. I thought that was stupid. And at the very end, and the Indiana team and the NBA All-Star team had the same amount of points. Because if you won one of the events, there were three events, if you won the first two events counted for 100 points, so Team Indiana won both of those, so they got 200 points. The other one counted for 200 points, so the NBA All-Stars got 200 points, so we were tied after that, and we went to an overtime or sudden death. We had to figure out a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker was who could make a half-court shot fast, or like quickest. And it took forever to make a half-court shot. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Waste of time. Boring. It was awful. If anything, everyone talking about getting rid of the Dude, All-Star Dame game. Lillard was get rid of the skills shots challenge. like it was going well, out Dame of style. Dame Lillard won in this. I mean, if Dame Lillard was in that, it would be much quicker. These guys could not hit half-court shots. I think Hal Burton ended up making one pretty quick for the Indiana team. But the All-Star team, I mean, Scotty Barnes is sitting here throwing up uh, behind the back half-court shots. It was 
dumb. It was awful. It was the worst thing I saw all weekend. Well, that is uh, the NBA All-Star weekend. Uh, Damian Lillard, though, he didn't only uh, win the three-point contest. He also was the All-Star MVP. He was, and he was like the first. He's like one of two people to ever do that or something like that. I, was, no. I saw it at Stadlin Sports Center. But. Now, um, my question, though, is, is Dame Lillard and the Milwaukee Bucks going to Dame figure time. things out? Um, so. Is it going to be Dame? Man, I don't I know, so. man. Um Three and seven since they fired Adrian Griffin and brought yeah. in. No, I mean it's it's certainly Doc. something to keep an eye on, but I, I think they're just trying to adapt to to Doc's coaching scheme. Did they get worse by getting rid of Middleton and bringing in Dame Lillard? That's a really good question, um, and, and I think it's a it's a solid argument because the they're not as defensively nearly no, as good as they they're used certainly to be. not, and Dame does not bring a ton defensively, and also. As much as they want to say they're fine, and I don't think there's any like rift between Dame and, and Giannis, but Middleton and Dame were—I mean, they had chemistry. Like, I mean, some of the best chemistry I'd seen in the league for a long time. And you just don't have that right now with Dame and Giannis because they're still so new with each other. So I think that's a big part of it, um, and that's a really good argument by you uh, because I, I do think you could make an argument that the Bucks team overall, yes, it wouldn't have as many stars because Dame Lord is one of the best players in the league. But I think you could certainly make an argument that they are better with Middleton instead of instead of Dame. All right, well, I'm switching gears a little bit. Got to talk a little bit of college basketball. Did you catch any of uh, Kentucky taking care of Auburn? Yeah, I watched a lot of it. I uh, was at a uh, I was eating dinner somewhere. I can't remember where I was eating at, and they had the game on. I watched most of it. Yeah, huge game for Cal's kids. Yeah, no, I, they're a good team. I mean, Man, like, but you know, remember that three game losing streak had Rupp. I know yeah, they've been injured yeah. all year and everything. They're they're freshmen. I mean, young I, young kids and everything. And Cal did say this is one of his favorite teams, and he says he's not worried about them after that three game yeah. stretch. He says, don't worry. I'm going to have them going in the right direction, and damn, does he not have them going it's, in the right direction? It's hard direction. for me to root for Kentucky teams, but I like this team. I mean, they are fun to watch. They've got some really athletic, fun young pieces. They've got veterans that are really doing a good job. Leaders, veteran leaders um, that not every team can say. Um, and it's a good mix. I mean, it's a really good mix of young, athletic, good players with older veteran players, and they're just playing really hard defensively. That was the best defensive game they've played. That's two now really good defensive games they've played. Got to put it together. Got to see more of it because defense, defensively, is really the only problem they have. I mean, this team's one of the uh, best scoring teams in the country. It's just defensively, um, you know, for a while there, they couldn't stop anything. No, they couldn't. But, man, Kentucky, um, and and I said this. Dalton Connect, Antonio Rivas. Who, who do you think is the best player in the SEC? Cause I'm, I think Connect. Man, I like him, but my God, Revis has been looking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean they're two really good players, and I think uh, you know two of the two of the best players in the uh, in the in in the conference. They're 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 both playing really well. Uh, They're not playing just really well. Uh, The SEC is just playing great basketball. You saw Tennessee just dismantle Vanderbilt Mm -hmm. this weekend. Um, You know that was a huge one. Also, again, I, I hope you took Kansas against Oklahoma. Came in here last week. What did I tell you? Oklahoma. Like the fact that they, like I don't know how they're in the top twenty-five. Mm. Like I don't know what people see in this basketball. Oh, John, team. we need to look at the new uh, top twenty-five. Point. Oh, that thing keep, just keep popped. talking. Yeah, keep talking. And I'll, I'm going to just up. say Kansas just dismantled them in Norman. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, twenty points, sixteen rebounds, and I don't think Kansas is a top ten basketball team. Personally, mm. I really don't. Mm. But I'll tell you one thing: Oklahoma is terrible. Just t- 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 terrible. And Iowa State, who plays tonight, man, they're good at home. They took care of Texas Tech. 
Um, South Carolina, did you see they lost to LSU this weekend? I did, yeah. Bro, that's two in a row. Mm-hmm, yeah. They get all up in there in that rank. Lamont Paris looking good. Everybody's like singing the Gamecocks pleasures. People aren't just talking about the girls team and Don Staley and uh, Car- uh, Cardosi, the girl who's just so damn big and so good. She don't play no games. No, they were talking about South Carolina men's basketball team. Um, I'm curious to see where they're going to be ranked today because uh, they got all the way up as high as 11th and they've lost two That's straight. Right. Uh, John, I'll start at number 25. We'll work our way up and build suspense. How about that? Number 25 in the country, BYU. They dropped six Dude, they spots. They lost to Oklahoma State this weekend. Dropped six spots over the weekend or uh, from this past week. They are the last team in the top 25. Number 24 making their appearance in the top 25, Florida. A new addition. Another to the team AP in the SEC that's ball. playing good basketball. That, that's correct. Number twenty-three, Texas Tech, also entering the top twenty-five. That's another Big Twelve team. John, uh, number. It's th- amazing. Texas Tech moved up after losing to Iowa State on Saturday. That, well, Iowa State, great basketball team. Number twenty-two, Colorado State from the Mountain West. Look out for the Mountain West uh, when we get closer to uh, tournament reveal, bracket reveal. Number twenty-one, another new addition. So this is now the fourth new addition to the top twenty-five. That is Washington. State. State out of the Pac-12, Washington State coming in with a 20-6 and record. Number 20, South Carolina dropping nine spots in the AP poll. They are number 20. Number 19, San Diego State from the Mountain West. Number 18. Um, The uh, San Diego State, man, they will play some defense. Who They they beat the hell out of somebody because I know I bet Uh, big on them this week. Uh, I I watched that game. Maybe New Mexico? Um, Yeah, it was New Mexico. They shut them down. New Mexico gets up and down pretty quickly. They shoot the three really well. They're a good offensive team. San Diego State shut them down. Yeah, no, a really good team in San Diego State. Number 18, St. Mary's. Uh, from the West Coast Conference. Number 17, Kentucky moving up So St. Mary's spots. is going to win. They're better than um, Gonzaga this year, huh? Uh, they, they've been playing better than uh, – but, I mean, still conference tournament, and uh, I think it's really anybody's to win in the West Coast Conference. Number 17, Kentucky. They move up five spots from last week's poll. 16, Dayton uh, from the A-10 playing really good basketball. Have not seen Dayton play this year. And they're playing well. They did lose a couple weeks ago to – I guess now two weeks ago to VCU. Number 15, Creighton. Um, they're up two spots. Number 14, Auburn. Uh, they drop one spot. 13, Alabama, up two spots. Number 12, Illinois, up two spots. Number 11, Baylor, up a spot. Number 10, North... Illinois is the team with the uh, the dude who's been charged with rape. Is that, that correct? That's right, Terrence Shannon Jr. Uh, yes, and he's yeah. still playing. Uh, they're at number 12. Number 11, Baylor. They've moved up one spot. Number 10, North Carolina. They have dropped three spots. Number nine, Kansas, they have also dropped three spots. Number eight, Duke, they've moved up a spot. Seven, Marquette, they're down three spots. Number six, Iowa State, who goes tonight. And they play Houston, Houston. tonight, man. That's but the problem correct. is they aren't at home tonight. I'm telling really you, I, I was shocked, though. Nine and a half. A big number. That is a huge number, and really I know is, Houston's but, great defensively. Yeah, but we remember we were all surprised uh, South Carolina and Auburn was and such a Auburn big. And Auburn beat the brakes sure off did. of them. Uh, number five, Tennessee. They've moved up three spots into the top five. Number four, Arizona. They move up a spot to number four. Number three, Purdue drops Purdue down. Purdue fell this weekend. They sure did. They lost to Ohio State. Uh, How the hell today. you lose to Ohio State in their interim coach? Uh, that I mean, it's that bump. You know, these, these guys, they like... They they, you know, when they don't like their coach, their coach gets fired. They get a little more energy in them. Uh, they go out and beat Purdue yesterday, so Purdue drops the spot. Number two, going tonight against Iowa State, Houston. And then number one, remaining at the top, UConn. Yeah, nobody's going to question about UConn whether they're no, at number no, one. Not at all. Not at all. My goodness. Uh, 
Is there anything that UConn can't do, though? Uh, it's a good question. Probably not. They're they're a really complete team right now. Um, they got a real good one coming up soon. I can't wait to see. They they by the way, I don't know if you know this. UConn killed Shaka Smart's kids yeah, in Marquette. Yeah, they did, and and a lot, it was, everyone was excited for that. I game. think they won game. by thirty points. Uh, almost eighty one to fifty three. So twenty seven uh, or twenty eight. Excuse me. I saw that because I wasn't watching that game. I saw that curl cross, and I said, "Did, did I just?" Crazy. UConn winning by 30 points against Marquette. They've got to go on the road. Tyler Kolick, I think, is honestly one of the best guards, period, on planet Earth. Like, that kid now, I've fallen in love with him, and I'm glad I didn't see that because he must not have had a good game because UConn just killed him. Yeah, I don't think he did have a good game. Uh, They have to go uh, on the road to Creighton tomorrow night. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. So we got um, Big Monday and tomorrow Super Super Tuesday. Tuesday. That's right. Yeah, and that uh, Creighton-UConn game. That great game, though, uh, Creighton's at home, aren't they? Uh, It sure is. All right, I don't expect the line to be too, too damn crazy. You never know. Uh, let's see what Kolick did yesterday or Saturday. Uh, Kolick, ooh, yeah, like seven points, two for 11 from the ooh, field, one for four ooh. for three, four turnovers. By the way, did you hear Jay Will talking so much trash about game day? Did you hear all the stupid things that he was saying no, about how Caitlin Clark is, you know, he goes, like, oh, he, I did see I that guy wanted, win the title first. Let me just tell you, yeah, I wanted to slap him. I'm like, dude, you're talking about like all the people you kept saying they played for UConn. UConn used to always win the TAM title. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Back mm-hmm. in the day, it was Tennessee who won the title every year. Yeah. Look look out now, Don Staley in South Carolina down yeah. there. You know? Like, bro, Caitlin Clark is awesome. Mm-hmm. But, like, him, he was throwing so much shade. And I thought Jay Billis was hilarious. He goes, he just shook his head at Jay Will and said, man... I, he goes. He goes. I, if I were you, I wouldn't go look in my mentions on um, yeah, the, yeah, the Twitter. Don't, don't do that. And then he started bragging. I've never looked in my Twitter. Uh, I don't whatever. read anything. Blah, blah 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 blah. But dude, what? Kalen Clark is now the most marketable, probably college basketball. And I'm oh, not absolutely. saying women. I'm saying she is the most marketable basketball player playing college right now. If I'm yeah. NLI, if I'm a company, and I want to go give some money. To uh to get my um, you know, just get a little pub things mm-hmm. like that. Man, I'm taking Caitlin Clark over even oh, for over anybody. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, is there a bigger, is there a bigger draw in basketball period right now than Caitlin Clark? Not talking nah. NBA. No, nah, absolutely not. I mean, you go and look. I, I was I brought this up last week uh, to Brett. We were talking about Caitlin Clark when she was very close to uh, yeah. Breaking, yeah, she broke the rub. She broke in like three minutes. It was crazy. She hit that three pointer. From like four, like thirty-seven wild. feet away or something, it, it was, was so far. But I read a story from the Associated Press the day of that game, and they were talking about how, like, you know, this could be the you know biggest game ever, and like that prices were you know some of the big, like, most expensive tickets that women's basketball has ever seen, whether pro or college. And I think just to get in, you were looking at like four hundred dollars a ticket, and that they talked to uh, somebody in. Uh, the Iowa, you know, sales department or whatever, and they said that if before the season, if you bought a season ticket package and you broke it down, that a ticket for that game would be fifteen dollars, and now just to get in would be four hundred dollars, which Whoa. is insane. Hey, so that's what she's that's what she's bringing to the table. It's crazy, dude. She's she's legit. But yeah, man, dude, Jay, will do me a favor, like shut up, like oh, <laughs> uh, uh, why are we crowning this girl as one of the best college places ever? Is the rings not matter? 
Oh, uh, the rings not matter. Did when she in like the damn like final four last year? She was in the national championship game. That's what I thought. They man. lost to LSU. Yeah, they lost to Angel yeah. Reese's squad. That's right. LSU. Uh, LSU tonight. was dope, man. They're on the road tonight against Texas A and M. We got some women's basketball, baby. Yeah, uh, you know Terry uh, was saying that, and I didn't know this. Terry uh, taught me something. We have all day women's basketball right now. Creighton and UConn are playing in a top twenty-five matchup damn. on Fox, and then. Uh, right after that, Indiana and Illinois on Fox, and then that's going to go, oh, wow, what a day for Fox. That's going to take us right into uh, Daytona at, at 3 o'clock. And then later tonight, you've got a couple of SEC games, uh, A&M and uh, LSU go at 6 o'clock. I don't know why I said a couple of SEC games. Then at 6 o'clock when ESPN2, you got Notre Dame and Duke. So women's basketball wall to wall. Right. We got to take a quick timeout. We got Hardenwood on the other side. So please don't touch the dial. Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows. Stay up to date with station events and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Sorrento PG242710 MSRP33010 Telluride RG46282 MSRP38705 Includes all rebates and incentives Must finance through Hyundai Excludes tax on license See dealer for complete details Offer valid through 22924 With approved credit Dealer stock only All the wisdom of the universe Is in these bones <laughs> Now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour On Sports 56 and 98.5 FM Here once again Johnny Radio Welcome back to a Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Happy Monday, everybody. I know that Tiger game yesterday was terrible. It was a hard loss, man. Hard, hard loss. But, man, the weather's beautiful. You know, right now, if you're a little hungry, too, it's lunchtime. You could head on over to Dyer's. Not the one downtown because, I mean, you can hit the one downtown. I'm just saying. But a lot of people think, oh, man, I'm not going all the way downtown. Well, dude, they got one in Carterville. 101 North Center Street out in Cargillville's historic town squares, those world-famous burgers, those split dogs, the fries, the onion rings, the catfish, the tamales, the chicken sandwich, the club sandwiches. Oh, my goodness. Old-fashioned milkshakes that come in the tin. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, Dyer's Cafe. You can go to Dyer'sCafe.com. They can cater. You can go online and order. You can give them a call, put in your order, pick it up real quick. They're open 1030 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday. No, every day. I'm sorry. Monday through Friday is like when I come to work. (laughs) They're open 1030 a.m. to 9 p.m. every single day. That's Dyer's. Check them out in Carrieville at Carrieville's Historic Town Squares and go to Dyer'sCafe.com. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Bro, 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 bro. Do you remember my man Steve Sarkeesian back in the day, man, around 2015, getting a little bit of trouble? Uh, he was showing up to work drunk, they said, and practices intoxicated, had a little bit of a drinking issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was drunk during a game um, against Arizona State, um, they also say. And that's pretty much, yeah, he, you know, gone, gone, gone. Well, bro, did you see his new contract? I, uh, I did. Incredible. Holy hell. Well, he went from 30th, top 30 contract, not bad, to now top five. And in a few years, it, you know, for per year, right now, Dabo Sweeney is earning $10.8 million a year, Kirby Smart, 10.7, Ryan Day, 10.3, um, and Sark is now in earning also 10.3, so he's top five. 
It's $75 million contract, $74.2 million contracts with $1.85 million in incentives and bonuses. But the thing about it, not only is my man earning over $10 million a year through 2031, what I thought was just awesome. Did you see the perks that it comes with? Yeah. Okay, check this out. This is just, this is, I, I, I saw this and I was like, oh my gosh. This dude is like, this is beautiful. Sark not only gets paid $10.3 million in 2024, it rises all the way up to $10.9 million per year in 2030, $74.2 million. Mm-hmm. He also gets two cars, a full country club membership to the most exclusive country club in Texas. He gets 20 hours of private jet flight time for personal use for him and his family. He has a one-time one-time special payment of $300,000 that's just coming to him for signing the, the, the thing. He just got 300 k that day. And then get this, 12 tickets to all home games, including premium parking passes right up next to the stadium. Crazy. Eight tickets for every road game. Eight tickets for the conference championship game. Eight tickets in a suite for all postseason games. And six tickets for all home games played by every other sport at the University Hmm. of Texas. And it doesn't end there. Not only is he getting all that money, he's also got incentives. Incentives. If they play in the SEC championship, he gets one hundred and fifty thousand. Wow! If he wins it, he gets an additional three hundred thousand. If they make a non-college football playoff bowl, like so, it, when Texas goes bowling, he gets a K hundred K every time they go. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars they play in the first round of the college football playoff. Five hundred for playing in the quarterfinals. Seven hundred fifty thousand for playing in the semifinals. A million dollars for playing in the national championship game, and one point two five million dollars to win the Natty. And if he's named Coach of the Year, he'll get two hundred thousand dollars. And he's ever, if he's ever named Conference Coach of the Year in the SEC, he gets a hundred thousand dollars. My goodness, it's good. Let me tell you oh, something. Yeah. Coaching college football is really good to your pocket, mm-hmm. to your family. Again, this was back in two thousand. I mean, just nine years ago, my man was a, a pariah. Couldn't get a gig. Mm-mm. Man, Nick Saban can rehab some some sure people. And by the way, people are out there to be redeemed. Look at Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Look at Sark. Yeah, Lane's got it going down the Lane Train Portal King down in Oxford. You know what Sark's doing over Texas? Oh, yeah. Getting that money, man. Mm-hmm. But speaking of money, do you know who's now taking, who's getting absolutely blasted today about basically, hmm, how do I say this? Not caring. He came out and said, so do you know, Anthony, you know Anthony Rendon, right? Yeah. You know how he had a great, great little run in Washington. Mm-hmm. Goes out to Los Angeles. They give him a boatload of money. They gave him $160 million. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. $160 million guaranteed. My man hadn't done jack. Okay? So, little Q&A. You know, they're out in spring training. Anthony Rendon's asked a few questions, and then he comes up with this. He's like, look. He was asked if he basically, is baseball a top priority for you? And um, he basically comes out and says no. He says, he's like, I do this to make a living. 
He goes, it's for my family. He said, my faith, my family, they all come first. He said, you know, do you do you make your job a top priority? Well, actually, yeah. And like if I was playing baseball and getting paid $160 million, I would make baseball a top priority. I, I get, hey, yes, you put your family and your faith first. That doesn't need to be said, does it? Like you don't, like the guy goes, hey, is, is, is baseball a top priority in your life? When you say no. And you make $160 million and you've been injured. And a lot of people have even questioned if you've really been injured or you've just been a little beep. And you come out and say, no, nah, it's not a top priority. And I just tell you what you're doing. You're sabotaging yourself. Like you are just an idiot. That just, it, you know what it says? Hmm. Like either he really just doesn't give to you know what and doesn't give a damn what he thinks or he's dumb because now everybody and their grandmother is dragging him through the mud. Like, that isn't in Los Angeles Angels fans are, I mean, nobody liked him anyway. Now they hate you. Mm, That's too bad. Just just dumb. Like, why would you say that to a reporter? Nah, man, I really don't. You know, baseball is, it's never, and by the way, this is the quote. It's never been a top priority for me. This is just a job. I do this to make a living. My faith and my family come before this job. So if those things Come oh so uh so if those things come before it, you know like you know baseball is just it's just something I do. And I'm like whoa, like he said it was never a priority. It's never been a top priority for him. Yeah, that just like doesn't sound. It just I don't know it. It just doesn't sound good. You play a game for a living. You're getting paid very very well. You're 100 fully guaranteed, and you have not done jack. And they have a guy named Mike Trout on that team, and the Angels had. Mike Trout has never played in a playoff game. And one of the big reasons is because Anthony Rendon, who they brought over here to help, did never do jack. Plus, that pitching staff is terrible. By the way, also speaking of Shohei Itani, who left the Angels to go with the Dodgers, he's not even going to play in the first day of spring training game. Did you see that? Uh, Shohei? Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. I know. I'm just I'm sure people are ready to see him. Hey, that game, their first game's on ESPN on uh, it's Thursday. Thursday, isn't it? yeah, yeah, Thursday, like three o'clock. So but what I'm fun. saying is, is like we're going to you're going to tune in. It's the first game. You're going to watch it, but you will not be seeing Shohei. It's funny though how perspective of like what you're doing is like it's just funny how I've so now I've I can remember two players saying this of I don't really care about my job basically. Um, one player's an MVP of a league and a champion. And we all think it's funny and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other has not won anything and has played bad, has been injured and stuff like that, and everyone hates on him. It's funny how, like, it's funny how perspective of, like, what you're doing, you can say the same thing and it's two different reactions based on how you've performed and stuff like that. Correct, yeah. Like, well, you know, he's been, a lot of people have said he's mailed it in, even his coach. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, he got his big yeah. contract and ever since we paid him, he has not come out here. He does not come and put in the work he's supposed yeah. to do. Um, and, and, you know, that's frustrating for ownership, I'm sure, and the manager. I mean, just, damn, that's got to be a pain in the butt. But we, um, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going out there. Um, did you see also Shaq this weekend? Um, a lot of people were really concerned about him because did you see that podcast he went on where he's basically talked about all the regrets that he has in his life? And, like, if he could go back and do it again, he completely ran his family away. He said he was in a 100,000-square-foot house with millions of dollars and nobody. Wow. Because he ran off his whole family. Wow. Um, It was like I thought he was going to cry, and a lot of people were getting extremely worried about him. I just have to say I appreciate the big fella coming out there and just being able to put it all out there. Like, he doesn't hold back nothing. I like that about Shaq. 
Yeah. I yeah, love absolutely. that about him. I, you're absolutely right. He is very much a uh, – he. I mean, he speaks from his from his sleeve. You know, he doesn't – you know, from the cuff or whatever they say. And he you know, speaks he, from his heart, he's but he's also – he's, he also, like, he puts a lot of thought in it because he's he right. Does. Tons of regret. And he's telling people out there, like, listen, at the very end – like you can't take your money with you. All the things that you want to, yep. you're the things that are going to eat you up, or the regrets that you have in your life that mm. you look back. So, you know, think about that. I thought that was, I, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool. And then I saw Des Bryant. What the bleep? Did you see this? This man hit a won a big parlay, a thirteen leg college basketball big winner. parlay, four hundred thousand dollars. John, never forget, Des caught it. I mean, he did catch it. Uh, it's ridiculous. He was saying something about a catch. I think I saw during uh, I can't even remember. It, it was during the it was during the Super Bowl. It was during the when, Super Bowl uh, when old boy for the uh, for the Forty ers had the catch and then kind of like reached out and, and then hit, hit the, the ground, ground and, and the, the ball, ball popped came out, out and, and he was like, "If that's a catch, then I caught." Or he said, "Like that's not a catch." Something like that. It was great. It made it was the highlight of my Super Bowl. Um, I'm looking at this and like, and I'm just kind of curious: Does Des Bryant, like Des Bryant, is he like really out there? You know, like studying college basketball. I mean, bro, it, Des, or, sell your picks. I mean, I what are mean, we doing? Like, bro, 13 winners, a 13-leg college football, I mean, college basketball parlay. And he had, like, Wyoming and Santa Clara. Yeah, and, one of the last games, I think he won everything except for his last game was late night. Gave me, like, Nevada and somebody. And I think he bet on Nevada, and Nevada was losing. And he was like, should I cash out of this? And he still could have cashed out for a ton of money, and he didn't. And, and they, they came up, up and went. Yeah. yeah, dude, four hundred thousand dollars. Congratulations. That's it, my receiver. It, it it must be nice. It, I mean, it must be. I just don't even know what I would do. I know I'd be excited. And then one other thing is, man. So Mac McClung is he like always going to win the All Stars dunk yeah, contest? Like please. that's terrible. He doesn't even play in the league. Yeah, G League guy. He's a G League dude. Uh huh. And yeah, he does the same dunk he did last year. He'd like put the ball, jumped over a dude, yeah. grabbed it, and dunked it. Yeah, dunk contest is really bad this year. So, really like, w- what we have to look forward to is Max McClung. Is this now back to back dunk? Yeah, it is. he's back to back dunk champions. Um, also, uh, you were talking. You were talking earlier about Jay Williams and like. What he was saying on game day on Saturday, dude. Kenny Smith was on one this weekend at All Star Weekend. He was he was saying some crazy stuff. I mean, he was on one at All Star. Fill weekend. me in. He was like, well, he was just like, it was weird. He was like, so Sabrina and uh, and Steph. Steph were you did the three point shooting contest and Sabrina Sabrina, Sabrina yeah. Iescu. There you go. Sabrina came out that morning and was like. I'm going to shoot from the men's three-point line. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's great. You know, if you feel confident doing that, like, that's awesome. You know, and, and a lot of people are saying, like, she's showing that, like, women can, you know, shoot from that. Like, there doesn't have to be a difference between where she shoots and where Steph shoots. So then he must have said, well, then use a men's basketball or something. So, well, no, so she she was she was great. I mean, she knocked down, like, 26. I think Steph ended up having, like, 27 or 28. Like, it was super close. And But Steph ended up winning. And uh, Kenny Smith was like, "Well, she shouldn't have shot from the men's three point line. She had just shot from the women's three point line, where he, where she was supposed to shoot from. She would have won this. I don't understand why she shoot from the men." Everyone was like, "Kenny, calm down." And then, like in the dunk contest, Hami Hakez, who is of uh, Hispanic Jaime descent, Hami Hakez, yeah, great player, played at what U- UCLA, UCLA, yeah, from uh, Hispanic descent, and had this like whole thing during one of his dunks where he like. He looks like he's a throwback player from the 70s. He looks like he smokes a lot of lettuce he, after the I'm game. I'm sure he does. Um, but he had this whole thing where he was like a tribute to like all the players that have come from Hispanic descent and like that have played in the NBA and stuff like that. So he did it. And uh, 
Ernie and like, it was like, wow, that was really cool, you know, paying respect to to his roots and all that stuff. And Kenny was like, I don't even know what that was. What was that? What was with the Mexican flag and stuff like that? And uh, it's weird. And they were like, he was paying respect. And he was like, ah, that's weird. I don't get that. And I was like, Kenny, what are you doing? Man, that's maybe weird. he got in the sauce, he bro. Might have. Getting that sauce, son. We got some picks. It is Big Monday. Tomorrow, Super Tuesday. Maybe we should do a 13 game parlay like uh, Des Bryant. Deal. Hit that junt. Come back with our picks on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This is to save some money at Sunrise, coming to Pike Wolf Chase and Collierville. The only power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio, hanging out with Brian Dacus. It has been a Monday. Hey, we made it through it. Tigers are terrible. We know that. They're back in action on Wednesday against Charlotte, but it's big Monday. And we got some big, big games, man. Big, big games. Pretty excited about this. Uh, I like this Houston game tonight. They moved it from a 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Said it's better for the fans. It's going to be absolutely crazy down in Houston. And now they lost. This Houston team did lose to Iowa State earlier in the year. But this was in Ames. And I don't think down in Houston, the whistle is going to be the same because they shot 10 more free throws than Houston did and barely won. I don't think they're going to get that. They're a nine and a half point dog right now. Did you know that Houston's won every single game at home by double digits? Wow. I did not know that. Yes, they have. I think that continues. I really do. I think, um, I think Iowa State, very good basketball team. Don't get me wrong. Very good. But going on the road is tough. I think LJ Cryer gets it going from deep like he did on Saturday. I think, of course, Shed's going to do his thing. I think Kelvin Sampson's defense is going to be locked down. And I think the atmosphere is going to be crazy. I'm going to lay the nine and a half. I'm back in the Cougars tonight, baby. So, uh, whew, keep your fingers crossed that they uh, get it done. I think they do. I, I like it a lot. Also, it was kind of leaning a little bit. Man, these big lines. Texas is an eight and a half point favorite over Kansas State. Kind of like uh, kind of like laying the eight and a half in Texas. For Brian Dacus, I'm John Harden. Get out there, make the world a better place. See you on the flip side. Peace. Hey, this is Eli Savoy, and I've got a question for you. Who wants to pay full retail for a pre- 